Welcome back to another episode of Six Pack Cinema, True Detective Breakdown, Recap and Review. We got episode five here. We got a bunch of new evidence. We got new theories. We got new plots. We got a lot of stuff. We got to see old Roland for the first time. So let's get right into this. Most people I ever knew ago. Motherfucker made me carry his water. Like I need more than memories. So what do you think? I think that old generation's a bunch of pussies. All right, what's up, everyone? Thank you for joining us again for another recap and review of uh, True Detective Season 3. This is uh, the fifth episode. If you've been listening along, we thank you. If you're new, uh, thanks for joining. We've got a lot of new stuff. Season, season 3, Episode 5. What was this episode called? I forget. Do you guys know off my No? Okay. I don't know offhand, no. Not off the top of my head, no. All right, well, I'm Jimmy. I got John here, and I got Dave. Hey. We've been uh, going through everything right away. Before we get into anything else, we wanted to present the new evidence from this episode. Last week, I forgot to do this, so I'm going to do it. Uh, new evidence. Will said, I can't find my sister. Where did they go? Implying that, the, that his sister was with someone else. At the time, and it kind of sounds like they may have ditched Will for a, l- for a little bit because he couldn't find them, and where did they go? Uh, we find out that Julie is still alive, and she calls into the hotline where she says that it was uh, she wants Tom, the guy pretending to be her father, to leave her alone, and he brainwashed her and all of that. And then, not part of the actual investigation of the case, but for the for the viewer's investigation, we find out that... Harris James, the lead investigator, um, who died during the 1990 investigation. And that's kind of all we know. And we'll go into more details on that because there's some things you put together and you know. But any other new invest, new evidence that you guys can think of? I think that's it for our actual, yeah. like, hard evidence. Yeah, the episode, theories. Yeah. yeah. The episode is called If You Have Ghosts, though. Looked it up. Okay. Now, I think we know both of the ghosts, like, so season four, it was all the people that he killed, remember, came to him mm-hmm. in a hallucination, and there was one shirtless guy shot in the head, and there was one guy in a suit shot with a bullet. I think both those questions have been answered now as to who you they think? were. Who was the, guy, the, the shirtless guy? I think that was Trash Man. Oh. Yeah. Which, which I thought, yes, that's, that's I reasonable. thought last, I wrote it down in my notes last week, but then... On the internet, everyone was saying it was one of the the, the, the kids. The kids, and I was like, "Well, isn't that going to be Trash Man?" And then people were saying, "No, he died in the explosion." Well, we found out he didn't die in explosion, no. and we can yeah. jump right into the 1980s timeline right there. Opens up with I don't know his real name. It's Woodard, which makes me think yeah. of Dazed and Confused, Wooderson. But it's it's Woodard. Uh, just blows up everyone, and now he's shooting people's faces off. And yep. it's mayhem. Like that that scene was mayhem. I don't think. Uh, well, I'll get your guys' thoughts. What you guys? There, think there about was that something scene? odd about that scene that I had to, that I go back and rewatch. The other cop that came out of the black sedan, he went rogue immediately and he started shooting all the hillbillies. Yeah, that was when I was yeah. confused. Like they were all. Everyone was just shooting everyone. Like there was no clear. Sign. So that that was a cop with an agenda. He was trying to inflate the 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 thing. He was trying to basically throw gas in the fire. Was I that the skinny, was part... skinny-faced redhead cop? The, no, the no. guy who got shot in the head immediately afterwards. That, that's that's why Woodard said that he's like, uh, anything he could have done for me went out the window when I shot that cop. I didn't mean to, but it just happened. It's because he went well, the full soldier mode. he didn't mean to. He, well, he, he, he said it just happened. and Because cool. he went the full soldier mode, he saw he saw an aggressor, so he took him out. He went the guy in... was just shooting people randomly, like double-tapping the chest and the head, and he was like... Methodically going through all the people that with that didn't have the gun, they're trying to run away and killing them. Yeah, he went into but soldier it, it mode. Sorry, go on. He went into soldier mode so much, and they even made it clear because he only referred to Wayne as sergeant. Yeah, yeah. He was a soldier like that. in that moment, which I thought was a nice little touch. But it wasn't. I, I don't think unthought and like it. It was premeditated, clearly. Because he didn't kill Wayne because he was trying to kill himself via Wayne. Like, it, it yeah, wasn't like, like oh, cop. I shot it's a cop. Like it was, I'm killing everyone here so and leaving a cop alive so that they can kill me. 
Yeah, like you said, I don't. I, if I shoot, no, yeah. What, so what I, I don't that? think it was like okay. Well, that may be, but still, the fact that that cop acted the way he did was extremely out of norm for me. Oh, agree. I yeah. I rewinded so, yeah, it like a couple minutes too. I was like, did he just start killing them for no reason? He, he, immediately went after the, the the innocent guys. It was like, confusing, but then I read some people saying like you don't. They were the aggravators, and in times like that, it's cops versus everyone because you never know. Uh, but I don't. It's, I don't it know. Felt weird to me. Uh, and also, we don't know who that was. That guy, he wasn't one of the cops with with uh, Wayne and Roland in the in the police station. He was the, the, in the in the previews. I don't want to talk about previews, but it, they've shown they've shown glimpses of of uh, this black sedan in the past, mm-hmm. and now they show to skip ahead a little bit. They show a black sedan outside Wayne's house in 2015. Yeah, I think there's something to do with the black the black sedan, and then the random guy instigating more of a fight. I don't know. That scene was crazy. I, okay. I, I I don't think it was... This is weird to say. I think it was too confusing. Like, if you're talking about the shootout scene from season one of True Detective, that was a one take, you know? Mm-hmm. That was, like, really, really well done. This wasn't yeah. that well done, technically, I'm talking. But okay. whatever. They were well, just... Do, do you watch, like, the little behind-the-scenes thing at the end of the episode? Where they just talk about a scene from the episode? I, it was worth I, it. I, I do, but remind me and the listeners what it was, because I'm blanking. Uh, this week it was about the shootout, and he said it was very specifically chaotic and like so you didn't know what was going on. You saw some people were shot, and then they weren't shot, and then they you see them get shot again, and because he wanted that part to be chaotic, and then the longer calm part to be the two soldiers meeting in the house mm. and having their discussion and coming down from like the battle adrenaline. Yeah, and and that when they met in the house, he had Roland in his sights. But he could have killed Roland. I think he had enough time. Like, I don't think Wayne saved Roland's life there. I think mm-hmm. that he recognized Roland as the cop because he was like, uh, what was that question in the first episode that I loved? Do you like kids? I was like, yeah. What the fuck's the right word to answer that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then it's suicide by cop. But that conversation he had with Wayne when he says, I had you, I like paused it and I sent it to you guys. And I just said, I, this show's so awesome. Really I, I have the sound clip here. I'm going to play it real Go quick. ahead. I had you up front. That double tap on the door. I don't miss less I mean to. All right. I like how Wayne knows it, too. He's like, yeah, I remember that double tap. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Good. Fair by, point. by the way, side note. <laughs> I, I I don't really notice it until you play the audio for us in the podcast. They talk extremely slow in the show. Oh yeah, but you don't but you don't pick up on it while you're watching it. No, because you're in a different. Because we talk fast on this on this podcast, and then it cuts to that. Yeah, I always I, know, I always I feel like it's that. eating so much time when I play it. But still, though, it's <laughs> it's just it's crazy the difference. Yeah, some of these clips I edit, so I cut out oh, like really? blank space. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because there's, they leave a lot of blank space. It's a real slow show. Yeah, well, and, and where they are, like, the characters they're supposed to be playing have, like, slow southern drawls. Yeah, yeah. too. Yeah. It's dramatic. So uh, he makes Wayne kill him, which is bullshit because Wayne already has enough demons. Just add another <laughs> demon know. to the list. Wayne says that at the end. I put it in the intro, this one. Motherfucker made me carry his water. Like, I need more of the memories. Just, like, Wayne's brain resents him. <laughs> like, the ma- yeah. That dick <laughs> made me kill him. Uh, then that's a soldier quote too. Made made me carry his water. It's a soldier quote. I think that's yeah, a good I, yeah, yeah. It's a, I think it's a term from soldiers. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, they're both soldiers. Uh, so then, uh, what else happened in 1980? Not a lot in 1980, as we expected. It was going to jump away. This was kind of the end of the 1980 timeline, because they do convict dead well, trash man as the killer they planted a backpack and a burnt up shirt to make it look like he had a connection with the girls and the kidnapping and they tried him and convicted him even though he's dead yep and i think you, you put another point in there that i think is very important actually is is wayne wayne's at the hospital and his his, his girlfriend shows up yeah and you you actually made a point it says she smells like ivory soap and chalk dust and you said he has turned on I think it's bullshit. I think she was just hitting on some other guy to try to get more information. Like maybe she's sleeping with a newscaster. 
Do you think he smelled a newscaster on her? I think she he, he might have smelled some other guy's cologne or whatever, and she blew it off his yeah. ivory soap and chalk dust. I don't think it was another guy's cologne, but I thought it was like she had put on perfume because she like was going like she was hitting on another police officer, someone in the investigation, and he then was, heard about the shooting and like rushed to see him while she, she was she, still. He, all... he was really confused as to how she got there that fast and how she knew about it, and she's like, "Oh, it's it's all over the news." Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I hate her. <laughs> And and later on in the 90s, we'll talk about the dinner scene. But I really don't like Amelia. And when she came to visit him, I don't know if it's already implanted in my head that she's just a bad person. But everything felt there was no like hard evidence, but everything f- about her showing up in the hospital and sh- it just felt wrong to me. I don't know if it's I disingenuous. Just, yeah, it it's felt disingenuous. Like a, she's like a villain now. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> like her reasons felt bad. I was trying to see on Reddit and other places if. If other people don't like her as much as I, we do, and it's, uh, I haven't found other people that hate her as much as I do. Really? Oh, yeah. Thought, thought, that's a that's a six pack original. We're I, in no, I'm sure line. there's I'm sure there's other people. I just haven't seen it anywhere. A lot of people are saying, you know, he's mean to her too, which I don't disagree I with. Don't disagree. He was pretty rude, but I, I don't like her when she came to the hospital and all that and. He's got so much on his mind. She does. How could she know, though? So whatever. But anyway, she says she smells like ivory soap and chalk dust. And then he's like, all right, great. Let's go bang it out. And then they mm-hmm. go have sex. Um, that's basically all from the 1980 yeah. timeline. That's everything. And they get married and fall in love. Or do they have a kid because of that one night and they locked into a relationship? Wow. Wow. Maybe. I don't think the kids are old enough. The, the son looks like he might be 10. Yeah, who knows? I think who they knows? said earlier, like they're like we're five just and eight out there. in the 90s. Term How right. nice if it was for them to do uh, like the years as 1980 and then 1990. Cool, so nice for them. They could have done like 83 and then 94. It would have been we'll so much more confusing. Up. Yeah. Yep. Nice, nice, easy arithmetic. Except for Sheehan, who last year was completely off in the 2015 timeline. He's like, it's only 20 years. I missed 10 years here and there. Whatever. <laughs> oh yeah, you did have terrible math. <sighs> Whatever. Okay. <laughs> Moving on to the 90s. Ah, the 90s. It opens up with they have the picture of the girl and the task force is going to find him, but they're going to be super cautious about it because they think other people are looking for her. They don't know what's going to happen. And now that they're kind of in charge or, or uh, Roland is actually in charge, they can actually be more cautious and handle it the way they wanted to because in the 80s, they didn't have that power and the power that be went against their wishes. There's a nice little one line where they're recapping Julie or Lucy. Lucy and Julie, two similar names, is bullshit. Lucy went to Ve- <laughs> Lucy went to Vegas, and then the Dan O'Brien, the cousin, also went to Vegas, and he shows up dead at the end of the '90s timeline. We know. I love I love your note here. Vegas and O'Brien both went to Vegas. Yeah, I yeah. type quick. I just type as I want. <laughs> I, I knew what I meant. <laughs> uh, uh, Tom walks into the meeting. And sees the pictures of his dead wife. He'd never seen it before. And then he sees a picture of maybe the girl that's supposed to be his daughter. I thought that scene was great acting by Scoot. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was going to say, Scoot in this episode, he put up, like, this might be an Emmy, like, award-worthy episode for him. Yeah, his his acting reel put this entire scene on there when he's like, is that her? Is that my baby girl? Is that what she yeah. looks like? And he's crying and all that shit. It reminded me a lot of Manchester by the Sea. Yeah, it's true. Kind of. Yep. I was a little shocked how how Wayne came out and was so forward. Do you recognize her? Like, right? I, like, didn't they? That was so shitty of him. Didn't five minutes before they said they're not going to do that? So I yeah. I think this is actually proving us a little bit wrong from last week, where we were like, Roland has to be in charge in front of other people, and then they're kind of equals when they're not. This was the start of Wayne still thinking they're equals. But Roland being like, no, I'm in charge of this investigation. We just said we're not going to do that. Yeah, but I even yeah, thought Wayne Ro- goes I, on his own. I thought Wayne was on Roland's side with that. Like, we're not going to show him because we're not going to burn him and burden him, burden him, him anymore. But then Wayne went completely rogue and showed him the picture. Like, do you recognize her? We think this might be your daughter. That was fucked up. I think we're seeing this episode showed us that Wayne's roughness has lasting things because later uh, the next scene they go and they find Freddie Burns who's now mm. just so damaged still by that interrogation scene and so pissed off 
and uh, showing Wayne like, yo, your badass routine, like you have constant, you leave consequences on people too. They're not as harsh as what's been left on you from the war and all that. But you're kind of not a great guy either. I think we got a sense of that this episode, and we haven't gotten that much past episodes. But I, I agree with Wayne's assessment of that, that generation. I mean, he's a pussy. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, when when, oh, yeah. You, when you compare hardships, like he went to the war and he's black and a racist. I know, but it was country. one afternoon where this guy was put into a little boxer and we got yelled at. Like, grow up, dude. <laughs> it's it's. He, it, I was waiting. I, I was like, did I miss something? Did he throw me against the wall? Did he like really like physically abuse him? Well, okay, but to go into that guy's mind, he. He might he's like not, a fourteen-year-old kid, and he, yeah. he he might not spend every single day thinking about Wayne, and be it might not make his life miserable. But the day that you see that cop again, of course you're gonna give him that speech. Maybe, yeah. There's no, there's no way you don't. You're like you motherfucker, you scared. <laughs> but of, it didn't ruin his life by any means. I don't think he was saying it ruined his life. Okay. Maybe that was Wayne going off. He's like, I didn't make you not go to college. Yeah, and the kid was like, I didn't say that. I just said you're okay. you were a fucking dick. And I want to let you know that you were a dick. And then Wayne, he was like, like going to cry in his kitchen. Like, my God, man! That I mean, was that, that's that was like Wayne's way. A very like traumatic moment from his childhood yeah. that just came back to him as an adult. That I, was I would maybe be maybe I'm a hard ass. Thing, I don't know. Probably. I was not on Wayne's side. That was Wayne's way of justifying it. Like, oh, you blaming me for all your troubles? No, he's not. He's just saying that you were a fucking asshole. Okay. You know what I mean? I think I kind of I'm, I'm I'm more of like a, a guy like Red from that '70s show. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm just a more of a hard ass. <laughs> just like, grow up, man. I think you would do the same thing if uh, when you were yeah, fourteen. I, I was I was fortunate not to be put in a room and, and made to think I was going to go to jail for murdering a kid. Yeah, and I, the I, ass think, raped. I think. I <laughs> think you know you you'd have a like that dude probably had some shower thoughts for ten years. Like if I saw that cop again, this is what I'd say. And right. then he got the chance to say and it. And then he got the chance to say it. So he just unloaded 10 years of shower thoughts like, and this motherfucker, <laughs> and this, and this, and this, and fuck you, and fuck you. And then he's so caught up in the moment that he starts getting too emotional over it. Because he's, But I, I, I was totally fine with everything that happened. Okay. I think no, you, you convinced me. That makes sense. Yeah. And, and I also love, like, at the end of the encounter, he's like, you're not going to call me a shit-heeled twerp again? Yeah, that's funny. That's funny. I think it was the... Okay. Yeah. Uh, what else happened... The, Tom addressed the media to tell Julie he's sorry and to get in touch. And uh, the Wooder, trash man's lawyers and his kids showed up. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty funny when that line I said made me carry his water because trash, man, trash man's kids are staring at Wayne and Wayne talks to the lawyer and says, do they know who I am? And the lawyer says, yes. So now they're looking at each other and what's Wayne supposed to feel? Because, yeah, he murdered him. And they look at him as the guy who murdered their father, but their father made him murder him. So it's like a weird thing. And Wayne ends is like, fuck that. I'm not going to feel guilty. I'm not going to apologize to them. Yeah, he did his job. He, he had he had to do it. They weren't I, there. Yeah. yeah, I think they're both kind of justified there. Like The lawyer even said they know he did horrible things and had to be killed in that like shootout, but he just wasn't involved in the little kids. Yeah, I don't think the kids... Me personally, I I wouldn't hold a grudge against him personally. No, but I think they also like. I mean, it would be nice if the person who killed your dad was like, "I'm sorry, it was a shitty situation. I had to yeah, do it." Yeah, that's fair. But he wants an apology from like Trash Man. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah. They're both searching for apologies. Like both of our lives have been ruined by this, and your dad's the reason, not me. So it's all yeah. fucked. I mean, the, the hillbilly dads are the real reason. Yes, but they're yeah, dead too. Society being terrible. They find uh, a runaway kid, and they interrogate or interview him, I guess. It seems like an interrogation. And the runaway said he recognized a picture of Julie, said that, like, they were, you know, street rats, basically, and she was part of their gang for a little. And she went by Mary July and called herself uh, a secret princess of the pink castle and the pink rooms. Hmm. Yeah. Which... That, that, that sparked... Displeasure yes. in my mind. I was well, like, oh, fuck, here we go. Here's another sex slave. They're well, the, no, thing, they're for the drawings. Yeah. You know those drawings they found? Uh, she was oh, drawing, like, kitchen and houses and castles. Those are all, that's pink castle with pink rooms. So oh. that's a reference to her drawings that they found in her bedroom. Okay. But also, um, she disappeared, like, in the 80s timeline in July, right? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I, no, because no, it, it was class. No, it was, it was October. Oh, no, it, was, it, was cool. ho- it was Halloween. All right. It was Halloween. The kids were riding their bikes around, and for some reason I was like, oh, July. Like, that stuck in her brain as a kid. That's the name she gave herself. No, it was Halloween, October. 
Yeah. Were they Jewish? No, they're they're, they're... okay. Never mind. Yeah. And uh, they, I like that actor who did the. I like the way he talked for some reason. The yeah, he was like, it was a good bit role. Yeah. I don't have any clips from it or anything, but I, I was like, I remember thinking like, I like the, this, the way this guy's delivering this scene right here. So shout out to that dude. Uh, from there, they just go interview a bunch of hookers and ex street rats and don't find any information. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. That was like a throwaway like montage they did. Yeah, it was weird. It was weird. And then they tra- the transitions in this scene were much less subtle or they were like a thing. Uh, this is the first episode directed by Nick Pozzolato himself because the, no. the director got mad at him after the fourth and left. Really? Huh. Yeah. And so this episode, what I noticed different is, so there's that where he's searching the hookers and the ladies that work the street. And like the montage carried us into 2015 while he was talking, while they were showing 2000 or 1990. Do you remember that? Like how it worked? Yeah, but they, that, they did that a little bit in the first episode too. Yeah, I felt it was different. And then the ne- and then later on he's walking down the hallway and it just jump jump cuts from nineteen ninety to mm. two thousand fifteen. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was like a heavier handed transition we've seen. I didn't dislike it, but it was I, 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 I actually really specifically liked that one yeah. because it was for like he thought he still was in 1990, and it was like a shock to his system, too, that suddenly his family was gone, all the lights were off. Yeah, I, I just had a, a thought when, the, when I saw those two transitions. I like transitions between, ta- for, between timelines. Uh, I watch Outlander and Stars, and I used to love the way they did it. Like, me and my girlfriend Katie would analyze, like, oh, I like that transition from time and from one timeline to another, because it's kind of a diff- difficult thing to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I just... I just like put a note in my brain, like those were different than the way they were handling them the last four episodes. And then I read later on that the director changed or I searched it out. So I just, just something I noticed. It's not really no theories or anything. Just a tidbit. It's a little fun fact from Jimmy. <laughs> fun fun fact. Yeah. Cool. Uh, all right. So then what else? We're going to stay in the 1990s. They go to, Oh, the dinner, the most awkward dinner party scene ever. We can uh, really dig into this a little bit. It reminded me of uh, the awkwardness I felt from the the office dinner party. Yeah, or like a Breaking Bad dinner scene. Yeah, really, really awkward. I, I couldn't look at the screen sometimes. Did you get the nod to season one with the flowers? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was that was classy. It's funny when Roland got the flowers. All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> For anyone that didn't catch the nod, in season one, Rust brings flowers to Marty. And afterwards, Marty says to his wife, it's weird. It's like he read... Uh, guide to dinner parties and it said bring flowers <laughs> um some so now roland is with Lori. they're not married they've been they were they got they were together for two years after they met at the church and they separated and they've been together for five years since um amelia dives right into the case because she's the worst she sucks <laughs> wayne I tells her believe i couldn't believe how how quickly she dived in and how steadfast she was about finding out yeah she was I mean, Wayne was pretty harsh on her. Um, I think you, you have to be with that kind of woman. She wasn't hearing him, and he was being, he was like hammering over the head, like, stop talking about yeah. this. And she didn't hear him. Yeah, I mean, he could have let, he could have let Roland just give her some useless nuggets and then move on. But I don't think Maybe. she would have, like, moved on. I don't on. think she would have moved on, and yeah. he knows she would have, like, kept badgering him. Yeah. You don't quit, I, do you? Yeah. And she's writing a book about it, and she said she was going <laughs> to. This is a great line and life oh, lesson, like up. so I, I good. Uh, she said she was going to bring a book and give it to Lori and Roland. And Wayne says, it's rude that he said this in front of other people. It's so rude, <laughs> but it it's really such is. a good life lesson. Gifts shouldn't flatter the giver. That's like, <laughs> take that with that's, you and tell it, wisdom. tell it to your kids and have them tell it to their kids. Don't give someone a gift where they have to then compliment you. Oh, I can't believe you wrote this. I can't believe like you made the. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah like it'd be like if Christmas time, you gave all your family like talking Yanks gear. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's exactly what it would be like. But did you do that? No, I didn't do that. I would. Okay. I, I, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I don't like myself enough to do that. No. You um, should. Gifts shouldn't flatter the giver. I, sh- I should. Get, I should have had the audio, but I don't have it. <laughs> Interesting note is that Lori studied poultry science which will tie her to Hoyt Labs, which could mean something, or it could mean that's just the biggest industry in town. 
Yeah. I, I think it was more just that's where everyone worked. It could be, yeah, but it, was, it definitely made your ears. Definitely made. Did it make your ears uh, perk? It up? didn't actually. I, I I glazed over that. It did, but she, I don't know. She just seemed so fucking like innocent. No, I don't like, think she's going to be tied to it. But I think maybe she like can identify someone at the lab. Like, oh, that is Hoyt Foods, or that you know, because she's an yeah. inside source now, maybe at Hoyt Labs, because she majored in poultry science and makes rocket yeah. fuel out of chickens. Or maybe it's just to show that like every goddamn person in this town works on the chicken line. I think th- I think that's a bit of it too. It's a big organization. It's not just a small local chicken lab. And they are always eating chicken at dinner. <laughs> are they? I don't know. I kind of want to look back and check that out though. Maybe. <laughs> um. All right. After after that awkward dinner party, Amelia and Wayne they had like a scene where they say goodbye to her mom, and I was like, why did they open the scene with that? Do you can you put any reasoning or stock into that? Yeah. Well, they're they're. They're trying to be put on a, a good facade for everyone else. So that's why they had that open the scene with another person, so they can show feel like, like facade yeah. and then then. But the, to me, I was like, well, they must have been fighting like cats and dogs on the way home. And yeah, and it like, I I think they weren't fighting like cats and dogs, and he was just bubbling up about it, and then assumed they would fight when they got home, and she yeah. was like putting on the happy face for her mom and started walking in the hall, and that's when he was like, "Did you tell her about the divorce? You're apparently a single woman now." Mm-hmm. I loved uh, the way he called her out. Now she called him out and said some true things too. But I, I mean, I, they're, they're both not good for each other. They're both. It's a very toxic relationship on the both ba- sides. The biggest problem is they just don't communicate. I feel like they should biggest, go to a couple therapy, which didn't exist back then. But no, the biggest problem is Emil's a bag of shit. <laughs> She's a voyeur. Here is, yeah. Here it is. But I think you're a tourist, okay? I think you're a voyeur. You're lifting yourself up on people's bad luck. I think you use people. Like, we're all stories to you, and you use them to make yourself bigger than us. I see you too, baby. I see you too, baby. Whenever this happens in shows, and I'm like, oh, shit, he fucking nailed her character. Like, that was awesome. I'm reminded, well, yeah, dude, one one guy wrote her character and then wrote that dialogue. So he knows <laughs> he knows how to dissect his characters pretty well. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, I wish I could stay out of it and just, like, that was Wayne's lines. And it's like, well, Nick Pausolito wrote everything so yeah <laughs> he does know the characters pretty well but i think you're a voyeur like that's some mean shit they say mean things mm-hmm. to each other yeah it's not healthy she said do mean you think back, but. now going back a little bit they we do know that the the daughter is no longer involved with uh, wayne's life mm-hmm. no the mother's dead i i had this, this inkling that maybe they got divorced and the wife took the daughter and wayne got the son that's fucked up if that happened, but yeah, I don't. I think they try to keep the kids together. Oh, I know they typically do, but I mean, maybe the kids are old enough to be like you know, they're like teenagers and they could make a decision. Um, maybe. What about her breathing not being good? I thought maybe that play gonna play into the part of her. The... When was her breathing not good? Just because well, she was I, sick. Yeah, right after that fight, they came down and the daughter was like, "I can't breathe. I'm oh. sick." And I was like, "Oh, maybe she gets really sick," and that is another well, foreshadowing str- there. Or that's no, another strain it... on the marriage. I, I think know. it was just, like, she was sick and, like, them interrupting the fight helped, like, they put the facade back up and now they're not going to, like, really tear into each their issues and stuff now. Maybe. Yeah, they could have done the, that. The wording, the wording done that. was weird. Yeah, they could have done that without saying, like, she's having trouble breathing. Yeah. I, the word, that, the... I, I don't know. I think that's a common thing with, like, little kids. Like, they get sick maybe, and they can't really breathe. I just don't think anything's just a throwaway line. I know. That's true. Like, they could have just come down and said... Can you read us a bedtime story? So what's the point of having her be sick? That's, mm-hmm. I don't know. And then maybe, they, uh, uh, maybe, maybe she's in uh, Los Angeles because she's in like some breathing tube thing. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Because she can't, she can't come out to, to visit them. She can't, <laughs> she can't visit them when she's stuck in LA for some reason. I think it's just because she hates her dad. Maybe. Maybe. He's pretty hateable. Um. Yeah, you don't know what's going on inside his head. You'd be like, "This guy's a was, asshole." He did a accoster at Walmart. So, yeah. Well, he was scared. Uh, I get uh, it, but she didn't see that. that what do you think about the bedtime scene and the and the the when 2015 Wayne opens the door and 1990s Wayne sees the door open and then 1980s Wayne is outside the window? Like, that was a little weird. I'll tell you right now, was, I didn't like it at all. Yeah, it was a little weird. 
I was like, all of a sudden, this is a ghost story. Yeah. It's, it's, it didn't play with the rest of the, the episode or the series. Yep. Uh, I get what they're trying to do. Like, it's, it's basically a mishmash. Like, this guy is struggling to keep his timeline separated. So that's, I think that's what they were trying to show, but it didn't come off that way. Or it didn't come off very well to me. I did, it missed the mark for me as well. It's uh, that's the first like execution thing. I was like, I don't like that. They just did that. Because later on, he like, said, I later on, what he they se- wanted to do, but it just it seemed heavy handed, especially with the door. Yeah, he, he, later on, he says, I can't remember my life. I, everything's, I can't remember anything. So it's he's everything's like rapidly falling apart around him. So the structure of his life is is no longer there. Everything's up down. He's he's like the show goes from like ninety to 80, 15, 80, 90. It's, it's all over the place. So I think they, obviously they're trying to mash it together, but it came off as a ghost story. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't like. Too bad. It. Uh, he finds that the prince. I knew you wouldn't like it. I fucking knew. I saw the door open. I was like, Jimmy's gonna. It's totally different that. tone from everything mm-hmm. else. Like you can't mm-hmm. mesh the timelines because now, now you it's, have a time travel story. Like you know what I mean? Like I, I watch things now thinking Jimmy's gonna hate this. It, He's it, not gonna like that. It just, it just, it just messed with it like. It totally, mm-hmm. it totally muddies the, the the timelines. Like you can't have one timeline I mean, interact with another timeline because that's a time travel show, and this isn't a time yeah. travel show. But true, but like for the average viewer, we're we're diving deep into each episode and we're really focusing on it. For the average viewer, that's a throwaway moment. Yeah, they yeah. may they may it's, look it's at not that like, like time travel thing. It's like oh, this guy's going crazy and doesn't know yeah. where he is. Yeah, and he's like looking at him his life's moments from different angles. Yeah. Yeah, we got to pull back a little bit from those kinds of things and well, say, hey, you know, oh, that was bad. It didn't like ruin anything. I just thought like, oh, that was dumb. That yeah, he yeah. he was trying to be too too artsy there. Yes. Um 1990, they find that the prince went missing and Wayne berates the fucking fat slob officer who just sits there like, "Wayne, come on, dude. Know that that guy has no idea." how those prints went missing, or if they were ever there. Yeah, but also, guy, do something. What's yeah. he going like, to do? Least... <laughs> well, no, because he was like, well, the records for who opened those boxes only goes back a few years. Get him. What are you doing? Yeah, Wayne's an I, asshole. I agree with that. I if think a guy lazy. came up to you and just started yelling at you like that, you'd be like, fuck you, dude. I'm not doing anything for you. Yeah, but he is his superior. He's a crazy guy. I, I kicked off the yeah, I know. I understand, I understand the hesitation, but like, just do something. Like, me, I, yeah, the guy's wrong, but I'm getting the fuck out of there and doing whatever he needs to get him out of my out of my sight. Yeah, <laughs> just and like, like you go to the know. bar with your coworkers afterwards and bitch about that asshole supervisor. I mean, uh, yes, Wayne Wayne was out of line. He's he's going nuts over this thing. But buddy, yeah. do your job. Yeah, it's kind of a it's situation where like, well, I would have got the logbook, but you came in here a little hot, and I hate you now, so I'm not <laughs> going to go get the logbook. He's, he's just a sassy, bitchy little <laughs> like uh, evidence guy. But the prince went missing. And then he finds out that the backpack was planted. So now it's more, is it conspiracy or did did someone, did the cop just see um, like a making a murderer situation where he was like, oh, let's just frame it so this sticks. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. yeah. Was it covering yeah, uh, up something else or were they just trying to make this stick so they can get it over with? I think it's covering up something else. I think so it's just I. making it stick. You think? Well, well, where did the bag come from? They have to know where the bag was. They, they, well, they were still looking for the bag. Yeah. Well, this was a fake bag. They, they, they made it up to make it look like it. Yeah, they, they had to have Will's real bag. They never they, had they, that. They, they never had that bag before. They, no, no, that was that one was, of the that things that was, that was missing. Missing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Then I take it back. I thought that was in evidence, and they pulled it back. No. No. Anyway, we we know. Let me just do this theory now. It's part of the, all the timelines. We know how that backpack got there, if you mm-hmm. plug it in. Uh, Harris James, the lead investigator, who um, we Eliza tells old man Wayne, she says, like, what happened to the lead investigator who went missing? And that's the redhead, skinny-faced dude. Okay, follow along. He went. We know that he went missing in the 90s timeline. We know that he was on the scene in the 80s timeline. And mm-hmm. we know that he was the ghost in the hallucinogen, hallucination. hallucination of one of the people that Wayne killed. So if you add all that up, that dude planted the backpack, and we're in a coming episode, Roland and Wayne are going to go find him and kill him. Yep. Yes. Maybe. I, I agree. It like, seems... That definitely like is what happened, 
but I feel like there's also another level that they didn't unravel in the 90s timeline, which is why he's still so fixated on it in 2015. Well, I think maybe maybe it, it didn't it doesn't solve the case, and maybe they were just going to beat him up like they beat up the pedophile in episode one, and they beat him up too hard, and now they had they accidentally like killed him, and that's what they left in the woods, and that's what they're so worried about. And like what fractured their friendship and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think someone maybe. else is in the woods. You think it's not him that they killed? I think, yeah, I got a whole different theory. Oh, oh wait, we're getting to 2015, and I got uh, a different. But do you not think that's true? There's a lot of evidence. That, there. it, there's it's, a, there's it's a lot. Like, Originally, when I, when I walked away from the episode uh, uh, Friday night, I was like, "Fuck yeah, Harris! They killed Harris." Yeah, and it's the guy in his hallucin hallucination. Hallucination. Why can't man. I say you, that you, fucking hard? Hallucination. <laughs> hallucination. There you go. I want to say hallucination. Hallucination. So, yeah, yesterday I was in a I was in a car ride for an hour and a half just thinking solely about True Detective. So I I piece piece some things together. They may be crazy, but okay. Well, Teaser. Uh, according to the hallucina hallucination, he got Nailed shot it. in the heart. <laughs> he gets mm -hmm. shot in the heart. Okay, let's go to 2015. There's nothing about Eliza and the son being an item in this episode, which we detailed last week. Wayne starts reading his wife's book and notices that one of Lucy's quotes is children should laugh, which is the same quote from the ransom note or whatever it was with cut out magazine letters. So he believes that Can, the wife, I originally thought that that was incriminating was, Amelia. But see, I thought that was, I, originally I thought that Lucy was quoting the letter because she read the letter. Yeah, th th that's what I also felt too, but I guess we're supposed to take it as she wasn't now. Yeah. I don't know. See, I, I always threw. I, I, I mean, know. I thought she was quoting a letter, but now apparently yeah, she, they're they're making it sound like she tipped her hand as to she wrote the letter. Yeah, I think. Yeah, they they think Lucy wrote the letter. That's what he thinks. Mm -hmm. He thinks that Lucy but wrote the letter. It's also like in 2015 when he's very clearly like losing his mind. Yeah, he thinks Lucy wrote so the letter could, to like, to calm her husband down. And also, mm -hmm. it, that that would actually play well into the hands because. Um, they made. They actually made fun of how stupid the person was because a they spelt should wrong and b their the, their fingerprints were all over the uh, the envelope and the uh, the handwriting sample. Yeah. The mom. The mom. If she she was the one who supposedly got it, her fingerprints were on there anyways. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Which is why I I do think my theory from last week is like more and more strong in my mind that the mom had something to do with it. That she was giving it to like the Hoyt family, and something happened and Will died. Mm-hmm. Mm. And, like, the Hoyt family is big with, like, local government, and that's why they just covered it up. Yep. Mm. Okay. Um, in 2015, what else do we have? He sees the car outside of his house. We have It's so vague. We have no idea who or what that car is. Do you guys have theories on what car I mean, is? I think that's something ties back in with back in 90 when there was another black sedan riding around in the background. Yeah, I have no idea. It goes right to the like, top, man. There's something going on. The feds. <laughs> I have no idea. Um, and then we get the We're not supposed to know. the big scene to end this episode, him and old man Roland. And Roland the has Emmy, done a the lot. Emmy award winning scene. Yeah, it, is, it was amazing. He Roland's done a lot of changing. He lives in the woods now by himself mm -hmm. with a ton of dogs. In episode one, he hated dogs in the 80s. He was like, get those fucking <laughs> dogs away from me. Now he only lives with dogs. In 1990s, he was taking really good care of himself when he was living with Lori. He was drinking coffee, took it just like dessert, wasn't drinking alcohol. Uh, this episode, he feeds his dogs a healthy breakfast and pours himself black coffee with a bunch of whiskey. <laughs> so hard, hard times. And even even Wayne is like, I never knew he loved people. So why is he living all by himself, you know? Mm -hmm. There's so many good good bits about this conversation they had on the porch. But the first time where my heart melted was when he was so hesitant to go into the house, Wayne. Yeah. He's talking to his son. He's yeah. all nervous. He's breathing. And Roland comes out and just calls him purple. You got yeah. the right place, purple or whatever. And mm -hmm. the smile on Wayne's face, like, oh, yeah, that's my old friend. Let's go. He looked at yeah. his son like, oh, he's here. Yeah. Let's go, buddy. It yeah, was he was like so the excited. one moment of genuine happiness that I've seen on Wayne's face the entire season. Yeah. yeah. It, was it was like, was... oh, my buddy is still like, we're, like, he knows me. Yeah, that was I, I really like that moment. And then, uh, man, there's so much to unpack here. He got he, Roland. Got, he also got rid of all of his medals. He says he never married Lori. You can see why Wayne would be confused about that. It, it painted 
Roland didn't let him off the hook for thinking mm-hmm. that he was married, but they were together for seven years living together. Like, come on. Well, I, I think what we're going to find, like, something happens at the end of the 90s timeline that fractures their, like, friendship. It Roland doesn't want anything to do with the Force anymore. Like, whatever happens, it, like, breaks Roland. And he blames Wayne for it, for dragging him into it. Such as? So, like, we, I assume it's going to be killing that other investigator and covering Which it up. Which would mean... Roland went to jail for 20 years. No. Yes. You don't afford that house if you went to jail for 20 years. He had a lot of money beforehand, man. No, he didn't. And the house is in the middle of nowhere. With no one around. stupidest take I've ever heard. No, he went to jail. Roland went to jail. And I I need to slow down on footage. I wouldn't be surprised if if there is an ankle bracelet on him. This is your theory? This is part of my theory, yes. He went to jail. That's why his life fell apart. Uh, Roland, uh, I mean, Wayne rolled over on him. He didn't defend him or whatever, and so he lost his life. He lost his wife. Didn't, of course, he didn't have kids. He didn't have old friends. He's been in jail forever. I think he's. I think he went to jail. His That's whole life stupid. got ruined. No, you're stupid. He, I, think he, I think his life is ruined. How else do you, do you explain why he suddenly is a, a solitary guy with no family or friends? Oh, I think because he, he's got a huge he, secret because he, he helped murder a guy. I don't know. I'll I think, murder okay. a lead investigator from like the FBI in this case, and like like I said, like you, a lot changes over twenty five years. You're not the same what? person you were twenty five years ago. Uh, no, by sure, but I know I was six. And you're, and so. you're not, and you're not going to be the same person in twenty five years from now. Like I think Probably it's not. just a bigger time jump than. I'm just saying that that I am putting that break room out there. I it, the more I think about it, the more it makes sense to me. I mean, you could substitute going for jail for 20 years and just say he got kicked off the force, he got exiled, he had a black mark yeah. on his name. Like, that's why he did everything, and then his life got changed, and he lives alone now. I don't think Maybe. he has to go to jail for 20 years. Yeah, I, I think there is a, like, 0.1% chance he goes to jail for 20 years. So you're saying that there's still a chance. <laughs> okay. The most um, touching moment of this episode that everyone's talking about, and we can't not talk about is when Roland says, you know, how am I supposed to forgive you for what you did? And he's like looking at him so mad. And Wayne responds, uh, I have no, I, I can't remember my life. I have no idea what I did. If I'm meant to apologize for something, I'm sorry. And they cut back to Roland. And now his face is going from anger to just total sympathy, empathy, sadness for his friend. And he goes, it's all right. As soon as he says, sorry, it's all right. Yeah. It's like, it's all, he needed to hear, and also now he sees what's going on. And Wayne had the wife and the kids and, and, the, and the life and Ro- that Roland never got, and he thinks that Wayne got it good. And now he sees that Wayne has it terrible, and he's been mm-hmm. haunted, and Roland kind of doesn't have those demons in him. It's like, oh, maybe, maybe my hand wasn't as terrible as I've, I've thought it to be. Yeah. I think though that, that line he says, if you want to come here, talk, you want to have a beer, you want to watch a ball game, I'm here. You want to dive into the, that thing? No, thank you. Yeah, well, he that. immediately changed his heart on that because they're, now they're two old men are ready to stir shit up. I know. It's <laughs> yeah. great. Oh, that's going to be so cool. Gangs back together. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. When, when he sold, it, sold him on it, too, do you have that quote where he's like, I'm an old black man going crazy, running around with a badge and a gun? You don't want to see that? No, I don't have it, but I can throw it in. Yeah. Um, I mean, that was great. Um, just did you at any point, did you like, Stop and realize, wow, okay, so Mahershala Ali is 40, and sometimes I forget that because he is an old person. Makeup He's department. actually an old person. Here. Makeup department did really well. But even the way that he acts and moves and his mannerisms are so different from what he was when he was playing 1990 guy. Yeah. Yes, I, I actually made, I made that comment to my girlfriend while we were watching. I was like, even if there was no makeup on him, you could tell what time period they were in based on how Mahershala is like, carrying his body. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I skipped it's... over the most fucking important scene. What's oh. that? This. Hello. You're looking for me. I saw on the television. What's your name, ma'am? I saw him on the television. Leave me alone. Make him leave me alone. Ma'am, is this about Julie Purcell? Do you have information about Julie Purcell? 
It's not my real name. What is your name, ma'am? Tell him to leave me alone. I... I know what he did. Who? The man on TV acting like my father. Can you tell me where you're calling from? Where's my brother, Will? I don't know what he did with him. What? what who did with him, ma'am? We left him resting. What'd she say? Can you tell me where you are? We can take care of you, ma'am. No, you won't. You work for them. Tell him to leave me alone. If... You took me and I'm never coming back. Ma'am, can you stay on the line, please? Could you talk to me? Just leave me alone. Ma'am. Hello? Okay. So, that was the biggest scene. Yes. And yeah. I'm glad you didn't forget that. That would have been a tragedy if we forgot that. They really <laughs> made Tom, the dad, the way that Wayne and Roland were looking at him, now kind of feel guilty mm-hmm. because of everything she's saying. I have a theory that I, I mean. So do I. I don't think it's that crazy. Uh, I'm just what? kind of putting bits. I mean, anything I throw out after the 20 years in jail is kind of weird now. It's like, oh, man, <laughs> this is a pussy theory. Seems to me like. They said we know that she might not be Tom's daughter, right? Mm-hmm. That's what his own parents said. Sounds like she might be the daughter of Dylan O'Brien and the mm-hmm. mom, Lucy. And when Dylan was living with them, he was brainwashing her or telling her, I'm your dad. He's not your dad. He stole you from me. He took you from me escape with me and put all these thoughts into her head. So then she left with Dylan O'Brien, right? But I don't know where it gets muddied there, but it, but it also seems we know that Dylan O'Brien ends up dead. I think mm-hmm. Tom is going to find out that he was brainwashing her. I think Tom is going to go beat the fuck out of Dylan O'Brien, kill him, dump him in the bottom of a reservoir. Wayne and Roland are going to witness it and not do much about it. Because they understand the grief that's going on, and they also kill their lead investigator as well. And those are the bodies that they buried. And uh, I don't know what happens there, but I think that's what that's what's going to happen in the result of this voicemail. Okay, so that's, I that's, think that's reasonable. Um, I, guys, want to step in? I thought Dan O'Brien's already dead. No, no, in 2015. No, well, I they, thought, but they said he was missing uh, in Vegas. When they find his body in 2015, they say, and he went missing again after he shows up in 20, uh, 1990. 1990. Yeah. Well, see, they talk so about it, it in the 1990 timeline. They're, they're laying things out. And so well, Lucy, he's still missing. They don't, just don't know where he is. Okay. Yeah. All right. They have to find like he him, went and off the he grid. Disappears again. But he went off the grid. And lastly, last he we saw was in Vegas, correct? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I, my theory is close to yours. But it's a little bit different, I think, because we know from last episode that Lucy has a history of sleeping with her bosses. So I think Julie is the daughter of Hoyt, like one of the Hoyt people. Like she was sleeping with her boss at the chicken factory. And so she she was like telling her daughter, like, no, no, like he's not your dad. Maybe you'll get to meet your real dad. And that was like her aunt and uncle. They were meeting in the woods was like the Hoyt family, and then when they lost their granddaughter actually, they said, well, we're just going to take these kids and give them a better life. So that's where like my normal theory takes off, where the mom helped give them away to that family, and something happened to Will, and that's why she's tearing herself apart. But that Dan, oh, uh, Dan O'Brien's guy was sleeping with the mom too, and thinks the daughter's his, and... I think you're right. Tom is going to blame Dan and kill him, and he's going to end up being wrong. Yeah. I was saying Dylan before, but I meant Dan. Dylan. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know which one it is, but D. O'Brien. Dylan yeah. or Dan. Dan. So Dan. I think he's going to jump to the same conclusion you did, but he will have been wrong. We'll find out that it was really the Hoyt family that okay. took them. Because somehow the lead investigator needs to die. I think, he's gonna, I think they're going to take him to a barn just like they did the pedophile in episode one and beat the mm-hmm. shit out of him. Somehow O'Brien has to die. Uh, somebody we gotta find Julie. There's a lot to still happen in this show. Yes, There's three episodes left, six, seven, eight. I yes. think so. Yeah. And can I say one more thing about my theories? Because 
the 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 jail time was only one piece of it. Oh God! Is it as crazy as? Okay, keep going. And that's the most crazy part. Actually, no. I mean, originally I thought that that after hearing that phone call, I thought maybe the father was maybe abusive because he thought maybe the because he, he knew that Julie wasn't actually his. And I thought maybe sometime I, I'm recanting off this part of it because I thought originally that Roland may have killed the father because he was pissed off about how he was lying to him for 15 years or whatever or 10 years. But I think the reason why these really good detectives, also, I love how both of you guys are just not even paying attention to me at all. These, these really <laughs> good detectives. Right these really good detectives. You really like that. These really okay, good detectives. I know, but they, they're really good detectives, <laughs> and they're very, very good, but they're not getting this. And I think the reason why is because there's not one crime going on here. I think there's three separate crimes that overlapped in a very coincidental manner. What are I think there was the abduction. I think there was the, um, the, the abduction, which was orchestrated by Lucy to get the, the the daughter and son out of there. Then there was the accidental death of Will. And mm-hmm. then, uh, what was there, one more? Oh, I think then, and then the, the murder in 1990 by Roland and, and Wayne. Separate to that. Yeah, yeah. So my theory. A little bit different. Is that even a theory? I, I th- well, That's no, not, I, I think you're just, I think you're just explaining what, what the show's about. Okay, well, maybe not. <laughs> Am I missing a piece here? I I had I should have wrote it down yesterday. Cause... There was no theory there. <laughs> it was just a nice recap of what's happening. <laughs> Thank you for the recap. <laughs> Which we've been doing for 50 minutes. Oh, fuck you guys. All right. Um... <laughs> I'm on to it, guys. I'm really figuring this show out. It's telling me. I wish I did tune out for that. <laughs> <laughs> so we agree with it. It's three different crimes going on. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Okay, next week I'm gonna so, put myself to be a little bit more. Season um, three, episode five. <laughs> Here's what's happening. Julie went missing. Will died, and a lead investigator got murdered. <laughs> <laughs> Theories by John Sheehan. No, I, I think, I, th- I, th- I do think that I do think Roland kills the father. That's what I'm going with. You think Roland kills Tom? Yep. Okay, so then you think, yeah, there's three dead. There's three people that needed to die. Yes. Because we know the lead investigator and uh, O'Brien die. We know that. Oh, yeah, we know that part. But I think, I think Roland kills Tom, and then he's out in the woods. That could be int- and that could be, like, what breaks Roland. Like, they saw him do this, and, like, Wayne, like, dragged him to wherever they see that. So he blames Wayne for he's having invested. to, like, stop his friend. Like, because he's become good friends with Tom. Yeah, he's invested a lot into him, and he's basically been his sponsor. And if he's betraying him after all these years, then, yeah, I can see. Because for, for Roland to kill somebody, he's very – he pulls back a lot. He's very self – he's got a lot of restraint. So he, to kill somebody, he's going to really want to do it. That would be a cool theory. Yeah. That's the first thing you've said that I, I like. Fucking after an hour, finally said <laughs> something good? Cool. Yeah, all right. So we're going to end this show because <laughs> yeah. this is longer than we like. But there's a lot going on. Uh, thank you for watching, listening. If you want to watch, if you only listen, you can watch. I put them on YouTube a little after the fact. But thank you for mm-hmm. listening or watching. We'll see you next week for more uh, True Detective. All right. Most people that I ever knew are gone. Motherfucker made me carry his water like I need more of the memories. So what do you think? I think that whole generation's a bunch of pussies.